0: Hello and welcome to AB Side Podcast. I'm Ben, one of your hosts, and I'm here with Ansi One.
1: Hello, it's me again. We're back for round two. Three. R- three. Round
0: three. Round, round three.
1: three. Oh my goodness, losing track.
0: How have you been this week, Ansi?
1: Uh, not too bad. You just heard from Boris about uh, lifting a bit of the lockdown measures, but there we go. Da-di-da.
0: Yeah. Well, let's not turn this into a politics show. I think we could talk yeah. about that for a while, but we, we might... <laughs> We might alienate some some listeners.
1: All righty then, let's get cracking.
0: Yeah, let's let's have a look at some feedback. So we had this this uh, this amazing email from Anne. He gave us a lot of um, a lot of comments on our first episode. But I just I just wanted to highlight this one quote that I thought was uh, quite quite important um, as we go forward with this podcast. Uh, and it's it's quite a good thing for us to reiterate to our listeners. Uh, So he said this, my personal thoughts are that emotion and reason, part of the imagio Dei, the image of God, are in fact central to what is glorious about us. God made and instructed us to reason and to feel, uh, and they are both dimensions of a godly personality. Um, I just wanted to thank Anne for for sending this in um, and just highlighting, uh, we were talking in our first episode about uh, if we are, if we're emotional maybe maybe antsy's more emotional than i am and maybe i'm more um rational um but actually it's not a uh two sides of one coin thing it's uh hmm. um it's it's a thing that both are important
2: yep
1: yep i like that point as well loved it i particularly liked his next point though about red bean soup versus cake go for it <laughs> So Anne basically mentioned how, um, yeah, sometimes it's red bean soup. It's not that bad, actually, in terms of the nutritional content. It is by far better because beans are better, Um, taking into consideration if you compare it to cake, which um, we all know cake is always going to be good. But but then again, yeah, red bean soup consists of beans. Therefore, beans are better. Um, which I thought was a nice little um, yeah pointer from Anne.
0: <laughs> yes, the people have spoken, and apparently I'm wrong, um,
2: <laughs> the people oh, dear. I don't know,
0: man. I think if you if we gave a poll to, to people and we said, Would you rather have red bean soup or cake? um i I think I think Depends I know on my mood. yeah, I think I know which one's going to win. Um, if it's
1: a cold winter's day, I would probably have red bean soup
0: yeah this isn't red bean soup versus cake by the way it's red bean soup as a dessert there are other desserts that you could have in winter
1: (laughs) and that's it um thank you so much for all your feedback keep them coming so that we have more to chew on um it, it will also be awesome to have you guys talk about it amongst yourselves um with your friends and your family so yeah keep them coming
0: All right, so we have a question. Uh, It comes from Jason in our church. I'm going to paraphrase his question. Essentially, it's this. uh, Do you know about the Apocrypha?
1: Are you asking me? Or are you asking the listeners?
0: I'm asking you because the (laughs) listeners can't can't reply.
1: (laughs) What about it? What about it? Do you know what it is? Um, Yes, it is uh, in the old, 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 bible texts
0: um
1: the catholics used it but the protestants do not
0: right yeah it. so yeah originally in the old testament um in some bibles most bibles now english bibles you'll find it sandwiched between the old and new testament um, but there's this section of books called the apocrypha and um catholics still have these in their bibles eastern orthodox christians still have these in their bibles uh and jason's asking this question around um why should we Trust that these books uh, shouldn't be included um what's the reason for these books not being included so uh i don't know do do you have any thoughts on this
1: um my only thoughts is that if it's meant to be there completely one hundred percent it would what's the word basically we believe that the bible is god breathed, yes yeah, yes. And uh, I believe that you know, if God really wanted us to have the apocrypha kept in there, it would have happened. But it's not.
0: Oh, that's 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 quite a a, a nice summary, actually, uh, without going into the <laughs> into the details of 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 why it's there.
1: But then again, then again, if you were a Catholic Christian and your Bible has the apocrypha. Then you would be looking at our Protestant Bible and, and dissing it, right?
0: Potentially, I think I would hope that um, that Catholics who looked into this more uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be doing that. Um, for well, I guess I guess for the following reasons. So after after last week and our first attempt at at dealing with with feedback. I felt that it was important that that we do a little bit of research uh, when we answer these type of questions rather than just um just spout out whatever's in the vague corners of our minds. Um so I looked up um <laughs> one of our textbooks from from Bible school um Yay. Alistair McGrath Christian Theology and Introduction. Love that book. It's it's really good if you uh not if you're studying theology but if you just uh, want to know about different aspects of theology it's a great place to start um and so he he summarizes it this way if you look at the old testament in hebrew uh, you'll find that it contains fewer books uh, than the hebrew old testament as it was translated into greek uh, the septuagint you might have seen that in footnotes in your bible
2: mm-hmm.
0: and again uh, the the old testament as it was translated into latin in the, uh, the document known as the latin vulgate which was kind of the um the one true... The OG.
1: Yeah, the original.
0: The original, one, the yeah. Original, yeah. Um, so when you compare these, uh, the Hebrew Old Testament doesn't have these, these extra books that appear in the Apocrypha, uh, but the Greek and Latin versions do. And so uh, as the Roman Catholic Church developed, these books were included because it was originally the Bible in Latin. Uh, that was the Bible that was used uh, in the Roman Empire. And so these books were included and they were kind of just there because... That's what happened when they were originally translated. So that was the state of of affairs up until around the 16th century uh, when we get Martin Luther and he uh, he identified these books and he said, actually, like this, this is not the original text. This is something else. So he still included them. uh, And it was at this point that they were labeled apocrypha. And apocrypha literally means doubtful authenticity. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so you can kind of think of these books, I like to think of them as kind of an appendix. Um, they were books that were being used by the community, um, by, the, by the Hebrews, by the Jews uh, in times before Jesus, they were being used by them. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean we treat them uh, with the same authenticity as the rest of the Old Testament. So um, so I think it's important that we don't think of these books as part of the Bible um, and I don't think that's the way that Catholics and Eastern Orthodox approach those books either. They kind of see these as, oh, here's some additional material. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's um, maybe it's like a spin-off show uh, to uh, a series, TV series that you're watching. You might have this extra spin-off show that's kind of in the same universe. It's kind of connected uh, and it tells maybe some part of the a story. A side
1: story. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so I, that's the way that I see the, the apocrypha in that, Um, Okay, some of these texts might not be, um, might not be, well, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think of the word of God, but that doesn't mean that there can't be theological truth.
1: Are you telling the listeners to read it then?
0: I am not because I haven't read it myself. And so (laughs) I don't know. Well, in fact, you know what? Readers, you can read it. You don't only read the Bible, you read other books as well. That is true. uh, Yeah, read it and tell us what you think. Please don't read it and assume that what's in it it uh, has the same weight as uh, the rest of the Bible, though.
1: I've not read it myself, but it's important to remember that this wasn't included in the final copy. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. I see that there's a valid reason for that. Like, if, if you know, um, God didn't... Well, if God wanted us to have it, he would have made it happen, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you said that before.
1: I'm just reiterating my point.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't think it's a good argument against if you're talking to uh, a Catholic or an Eastern Orthodox yeah, because yeah. they will say, hang on, it did happen. <laughs> we have, we have the original version.
1: Mm, well, there we go then. They pray, you know, so, okay, in Maccabees, they, they pray for the dead. The Catholics also pray to their saints, you know, there's a lot of questionable things there, but that's another topic for another day, if required. Um, but we don't believe that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And if you're just listening to this and thinking, wait, what? There's all these like divisions between different denominations and stuff. Um, actually, the, the very quick argument I would give for why I'm a Protestant and not any of the other denominations is because, well, not denominations, is that the right word?
1: No, it's, yeah, it's um, bigger than Catholic that. divisions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Division. Division sounds, um, sounds hostile. The reason I'm a Protestant and not a Catholic <laughs> or uh, Eastern Orthodox, uh, is because the point of Protestantism was asking these questions. Um, and so it was coming back to this point of, wait, is what we believe based on the Bible? And Martin Luther comes up with these, um, sola scriptura by the word of God mm-hmm. alone. Um, and so, uh, That's that's the very short answer to that question of why should we be Protestants uh, and not not stick to the Roman Catholic Church? Uh, Because actually it's about asking these questions and developing a faith that is personal and not driven Mm -hmm. by society, uh, which it very much was in the uh, kind of Middle Ages. So something else that I wanted to talk about, I trust that the people that put the Bible together, whoever they were, I trust that they know what they're talking about in the same way that I trust um, that Alistair McGrath, who uh, we just talked about, knows what he's talking about. Like I went to that book specifically instead of just uh, spouting what I kind of remembered vaguely from from Bible school. Um, But why why do we trust those people? Why do you trust that the Bible is actually kind of ordained by the spirit and not kind of corrupted by the mistakes of man?
1: So I think, I think that you need to, if you truly believe in Jesus and you believe that, you know, God sent his son, Jesus, to die for your sins and um, resurrected his son and you have eternal life through him and you have the Holy Spirit guiding and leading you, the Holy Spirit is going to give you, you know, guidance and he will lead you. And even whenever you pick up your Bible, you know, God will speak through his word. The Holy Spirit will help you to understand. That's what I believe. And from what I understand from, you know, testing the authenticity of scripture, just generally now scripture, um, you should always be reading and, you know, just questioning and asking God the questions. But when it comes down to other authors, so yeah, there's a good point. Why should you believe that Alistair McGrath has wisdom in what he's talking about in all his books. Just like, why should you, you know, um, why some people believe in another author called Rob Bell. Um, He's he's got questionable theology. Um, There's, yeah, so how can we test these things? And I think, I strongly believe that we all have the Holy Spirit to help us in our understanding and whenever whenever there's questionable theology, you should still test it. Even in the scriptures, it says test everything.
0: Mm, like, yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, I, I come from a place of, I don't actually take everybody at face value. I don't actually listen to everything that someone says to me because I will question and test it. I will, I will think about it afterwards and continue to test the scriptures about what, what, you know, that person said. Um, So I think it's important to test everything. There's no harm in that. And if you feel threatened by the fact that I'm testing you, then you also need to question, you know, is what I believe true? Like, if you feel threatened by that, I would, I would wonder, like, you know, where is
2: that threatening insecurity coming from?
0: that's that's really good um i like that <laughs> this is my last question on like church on biblical history and what, yeah right um so have you tested um i have you don't know what i'm gonna say have i tested people no, I believe that you tested people and you, that you tested scripture. <laughs> because I, think I, that's great. I
1: test everyone, don't I? I'm I think, very feisty. Yeah,
0: but I think that's amazing. I think that's that's good theological practice, and we should be doing that. But my question for you personally is: Have you tested the work of the Council of Nicaea? Have you Have you looked into uh, the the political things that were going on there? Um, or are you kind of okay? These are the sixty six books, and I trust that because. It's been that way for 1700 years.
1: Because of tradition? Yeah. Uh, I think the only time I truly looked at that was in Bible school, though. And it was when there was a lot of um, heresy. There was this uh, group called Aryans, not um, the Nazi Germany Aryans. But yeah, not the Nazi guys, not the blonde hair, blue eyed people. But it was the. Um. What did they believe? Oh, they believed that um, Jesus was uh uh an angel. I think They wasn't. Yes. Yeah. So they he but they believed that Jesus was an angel. Um, and they didn't actually understand the Trinity aspect that how God equals Son equals Holy Spirit. They're all connected, and so there is almost some hierarchy there. It's a bit like um. Jehovah's Witnesses, but they don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. They just believe that God is um, below, no, Jesus is below God. Um, anyway, um, that's a sidetrack there. But Arians, they believed in this dodgy theology, hence why the Nicene um, Council, um, the, Ni- yeah, the Council of Nicaea, they formulated the, 19, the Nicene Council uh, Apostles' Creed. Um, and so that's why you have the Apostles' Creed today. Now, I only ventured in that area just to, you know, learn about the council. Um, But even from there, I trust that because they tested that one heretical teaching. I believe that, you know, what what they have done through those years, many, many centuries ago, is solid.
0: Oh, cool. It kind of sounds like what you're describing is um, you trust in the practice of uh testing things of questioning and testing yeah of course you should that's awesome that's why we have this
1: podcast to discuss these things to learn oh yeah i think you should never take anything at face value just as much as you should never you should never like just you know trust that um let's let's have a look you should always you know check fact check if masks are working um you should always fact check that you know, one plus one equals two.
0: Right. So I, this is amazing. I had a um, an actual, I wrote down an example of, of this uh, for my next question. And I had an actual example of this today, but uh, in a different form. So my original question was, do you, um, do you ever get family members texting you, um, like, screenshots of,
1: Absolutely. of social media?
0: Is this true? Is this real? We
1: talked about this week one, episode one. We talked about this, didn't we?
0: What, in what context?
1: like how on WhatsApp we we get all these questionable articles and I think it's important to check the source
0: yeah right so yeah so I get a lot of um is this a scam kind of like I just had this email and it's from like Com or whatever right so many of them, whatever, right? um, so many of them. Uh, and and people saying I think this is this is not real is this not real and uh, and me and my brother-in-law are always like yes don't give them your information like stop stop delete that email right
1: but the good thing is the good thing is ben is that your family are asking you guys yes
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. um yeah i had i had an example of this today in uh, a, a parents whatsapp group from, from my school someone posted uh, this link um hey this supermarket is giving out um free money uh, and i was like yeah that sounds legit so i checked out the website <laughs> and it took me like two seconds like a pixelated photo out. of Tesco and like a watermark in the corner. I'm like, that's what, yeah. Um, so, no. so for for <laughs> us, we can laugh about that and we can say, oh, you know, like we're so technologically literate, we can spot these kind of scams.
1: Not um, everyone's like that, though. Ben. Of course,
0: of course, that's that's my point, right? Um, so, not can...
1: everyone's like that. And no, yeah, I, I think, fully agree. With I you. think we should always be discussing things. But the problem is, is that not everyone has you know not everyone likes to ask
0: I people just take it at face value yeah so my question is how do you tell if something is authentic
2: if in doubt ask
0: if in doubt ask
2: yeah
0: that's the thing though right like you won't
1: know yeah yeah
0: it's often the times when you're not in doubt when it's um it well i mean we've seen this with fake news like i don't want to talk about politics and um I feel like I preach about this all the time, like fake news and like believe postmodernism, believing what the world, what we want to believe. But you see it all the time, like people, people all the time on social media saying, look, here is proof that this politician is the best person in the world. Or here is proof that they are the Antichrist or whatever. Like. And it's it's confirmation bias, right? Like it's it's people selectively picking um, things out. Or, or maybe not even being picking, but being fed um, this, uh, this narrative with, uh, with a bias.
1: Yeah, but if you think about it from a non-Christian's perspective, they think as Christians, or having been brainwashed, they think, like, I have people in my life that think I've joined a cult, mm. working for a church, do you know what I mean? So,
0: How do you talk to them about that?
1: I struggle. I'm not going to lie. I struggle with that. But I just pray that, you know, God will give me the wisdom to know how to speak to them. And sometimes you can't speak to them because the moment you open your mouth, they'll think that you're trying to preach to them and evangelize that to them, you know, and so they automatically shut down. But... The only best thing that you can do as a Christian who wants to evangelise, and if they're not listening, is to speak, you know, not speak, Um actions speak louder than words.
0: Right. Yeah. So just dis- displaying your faith in a yeah, way. displaying that, your faith. Yeah. There's that quote, which I don't, I don't think is a, a Moody, great...
1: Moody. D.L. Moody. Go on. <laughs> oh, from the top of my head, I think it was... um 99 people No one one person reads the bible and 99 people read the read the christian or something like that i'm misquoting
0: i was looking for preach the gospel if necessary use words um yeah which one. is by yeah, francis and um I, but I, I don't think that's a great um theological uh thing to, to to build your life on because you need to actually explain what is going on right like it the essence of the gospel is love, love God and love your neighbor. Uh, and I firmly believe that. And it, it absolutely needs to be through our actions. But we also need to tell people uh, because it's not it's not enough to uh, to just have those actions because people, you're putting the, the, the responsibility on that person to come and ask you, hey, why are you so different? Uh, that's mm. it's, it's great that that's an option for evangelism. Let's do that. But yeah, uh, don't cut out the words. <laughs> uh but so i i think it's hugely important that you for you personally uh that that you know the answers to a lot of these questions because you've tested them right so if someone comes along and says oh yeah but what about the gospel of thomas like what about what about jesus like having a wife and stuff you can just be like no that's nonsense like that's you, not it, in you say, That's you not in the
1: it? rest of the gospels. Yeah.
0: Have you, you need to have fact actually check read it. Exactly.
1: You need to cross reference and fact check things. Because actually, in the Bible, even though it's written by so many different authors, okay? Like people penning it out, technically, it was God. It was under the inspiration of God. That's how they managed to pen it out. They weren't able to cross reference and fact check things, you know? And so but the amazing thing is God was God has the ability to do that for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the context, of, like, within the Bible itself, within the mm-hmm. text, um, the, the New Testament, huge parts of the New Testament are built on, like, we're going through Hebrews in our life here, yeah. it. it's all about, hey, look, Old I know Testament. that you guys know the Old Testament. Let's have a look at some quotes. Like, it's actually, it's guiding them through. Romans is similar. Um, like, it's it's making this this point from a position of like we share some common knowledge let's access that common knowledge and let's yeah let's take it and use that to actually explore let's kind of drop maybe our assumptions or our biases hopefully um to the side because that's that's what's happening in hebrews and that's what's happening uh, in romans for for different reasons
2: that's
1: why i love that's why i love the bible because it is they do have a lot of it's like a beautiful tapestry it's all interwoven together it's not a you know, one standing book by itself, which is, you know, some dodgy theology there that cannot be slotted into the Bible.
0: Yeah. And actually that's that's what gives it the strength, right? Like mm. um, you hear these like weak atheist, um, like what, I don't know what the word is, like popular atheism, like um, not not people who have come up with an actual argument against God, but um, that, that aren't Christians and, and they've just latched onto something that they've heard or read, um on twitter or something uh and and they'll they'll put it across as as um like oh yeah well how do i know this one guy how do i know this jesus wasn't just like some some mastermind and he just wrote it all down uh yeah. to, to like well we know that's not the case because like all of these documents come from different sources they're they're, mm. they're from all over um the middle east and all over europe uh and and they've been, they've been brought together and they're all in agreement with each other. Uh, So you can't have like this, this one like conspiracy of like this one person who's written all of these books, like, uh, like uh, textual criticism and all that aside, it just doesn't make sense in terms of like the actual, um, where the, where the books come from. So you've talked a lot about, um, your, uh, your questioning a lot, a lot of things. Um, And i would confess that, that um, I, do I? I don't, I don't question a lot of things. I'm not really talking about, I'm not talking about like doctrine or like, like, of course I question that. Of course I look into, into that kind of stuff. Why don't I question a lot of things? Um, So one of my questions for you was where do you get your facts from?
2: You ask people. Okay. I ask multiple sources.
1: I don't just ask one person. I ask multiple. Um, I also do my research.
0: Do, do you, though, in terms of... Let's, let's, let's put this in a, in a practical context, um, because I know you, you would like to do that. If, if you're investigating a new thing, then you would. But um, where do you get your facts from about what's going on in the world right now?
1: Um, about the world. So about there the will be... Yeah, by the pandemic, then I'll probably trust a BBC article um, because I trust that they've done enough research to fact check everything. They're a credible source from what we understand.
0: OK. Yeah. So I, I'm this is this is awful. I feel I feel ashamed admitting this. Um, the place where <laughs> because it sounds so stupid, the place where I get the majority of my um, current events and news is Twitter. Mm, that's not a good place do you know why right yeah i know why <laughs> yeah i definitely it's full know Full of why. biases it 100 percent is full of biases uh and i'll catch myself sometimes because i'll be scrolling down and i'm like oh yeah i really agree with these slightly conservative christians but not too much or i really agree with these left-wing <laughs> political <laughs> for like political people the- Right, but like, the only uh,
1: time the only time I trust in Twitter is when I see um, that they actually publish facts and stats and figures for credible newspapers. So, for example, Financial Times. There is um, is it John Murdoch Burns? he's like a a, a crazy data ana- analysis, you know, mathematician guy, and he produces so many stats and graphs that I'm like i follow him on twitter knowing that actually it's all data these aren't his opinions just his opinions it's backed up
0: i i agree with you that we should be following data but the people that i follow on twitter there's a large number of people who are very like if we if we want to talk about um current events there are a large number of people who are very pro um caution in terms of the virus Mm. let's keep the lockdown uh Look at how uh, how America is not doing well. Look at how the UK compares to the rest of Europe. Um, we need to be doing more, uh, and they will post post stats. But there's this other like group of people who I don't know why they appear on my on my like suggested <laughs> suggested tweets. They're not people that I follow, um, who are uh, kind of maybe more anti anti mainstream media people, and they they have their own set of graphs uh, and. Mm a graph on like on social media doesn't have like all this data on the axes and it doesn't it doesn't give you information about how the data is gathered and stuff and so I can look at these two different narratives and I'm like oh okay I guess I can choose between them right essentially and I know please don't send me feedback about which one to believe I actually am employing my rational brain when I'm thinking about these things um but uh, and I know it's awful that I get my news from Twitter and the reason that I get it from Twitter <laughs> right is because I don't want to trust, um, like, a faceless entity. I you don't want wanna to trust
1: in a corporation?
0: Yeah, that sounds more, like, um, like anarchistic than, than I actually am. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> but I would rather trust in... Like, I'm more likely to believe it if I hear it from a person. Really? Yes. I mean, even if
1: you're the president and you tweet like mad,
0: that is, yeah, it's different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely different. But I mean, that 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 gives maybe a, a tiny insight into the mind of um, of those MAGA people. Um, we've had this discussion before, though, right? Uh, what I really want to talk about uh, today is this idea of um, I've called it slip versus spite. Um, and it's kind of moving a little bit away from uh from truth but more in terms of uh how how we respond to the information that that we get from people and the the form that that takes the form that we've discussed it in the past uh is what happens when uh when something goes wrong when you feel Uh, that you're being attacked or maybe not you feel that you're being attacked but what happens when uh, there's a communication breakdown or a miscommunication between uh, you and somebody else Uh, and I've said this to Mandy um, my wife in the past um, assume uh, that that they've made a mistake assume that they've slipped up somehow the way I described it to you which uh, I think uh, made you instantly reject this point is assume the other person is an idiot uh, so I, that's not I'm not yeah. actually saying assume that you're smarter you than everybody else you said
1: the word competence actually right it was the word competence yeah, yeah.
0: that's not that, that was a miscommunication on my part um, because that's not the way that I'm viewing it um, the way that I view it is if you come and have an interaction with me I'm going to assume that you have um, noble intentions that we're trying to um, we're trying to get the same thing um, out of it um, and and maybe that's because my experience is most of the time that's what happens right if if something happens where um i don't know maybe maybe i've sold something on ebay and i haven't got a payment yet um, my default it doesn't mean that i will be following this blindly forever but my default will be okay well something went wrong with the payment system or they forgot they made a mistake um, rather than okay i'm being scammed or They've just decided to to not give me my money. How do you feel about about that statement?
1: So your initial statement, okay, which came from your wife, which told me that assume that everyone is uh, basically incompetent.
0: <laughs> yeah, <okay>? right. So, <laughs> so just to point that's out. where
1: I got really upset because yeah, okay. Because because I come hang on hang on let me continue before you interrupt. Assume that everyone is incompetent, that they're not out to get you, but that they're not that smart. Okay, and I got really upset by that sentence.
0: Yeah, I see how that sounds bad.
1: It does sound bad. It makes it makes you sound like oh, I'm the most intellectual person in the room. I need to give grace to everybody because everybody's stupid.
0: Yes, that's not what I'm saying. Um, what I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, it. Like, if you assume that that when something goes wrong, it's because somebody made a mistake. It might be you that made a mistake. Um, assume that there's a lack of um, competency to to complete this task, and it might be on, on your part, rather than assuming that the other person is attacking me.
1: Yeah, I agree that it could be on my part, that um, there could be miscommunication. There could be miscommunication because, you know, I... I misinterpreted that person or the other person misinterpreted me. Um, Our communication isn't clear. Um, But I also understand that there are people out there that can be out to spite you, that just naturally take a hating to you, that naturally, you know, clashes with you. Um, You know, there are people out there with an agenda, a hidden agenda. Like I've I've had people come up to me and be like, Anzi, I don't understand this person. Whenever they speak to me, it's always with an agenda. Like, they don't really care how I am. They only ask me how I am, and then they'll follow up with a, oh, can you do X, Y, Z? Mm.
2: So I think, like, a lot of people, they will have an agenda.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll all have an agenda. I'm just saying, like, are people being spite? Like, if. So the, the, the original. The original story for where this came from was um there was some some payment issue from uh, when my wife changed jobs uh or came back from maternity leave um and she was saying oh are they are they out to get me and and my advice was well you know assume it it was a mistake assume something went wrong in their accounting software or whatever uh, don't assume that, that they're targeting you
2: we don't know that though but you don't know that
0: right so this is why i want to hear your point of view
2: but that's, that's just one context though.
1: Right? But what about um if it were I don't know a famous online um delivery service that delivers your goods um, in instant time if you pay, I don't know how much per month for their, for their excellent, you know, I'm not going to name names, um, their, you know, their premium service that if you pay $7.99 for. Okay, there was one time I didn't join their premium service to get, you know, their, their deliveries to me um, within like 24 hours. But yet I happened to notice in my bank statement that not just one month, not just two months, but three months, they had been taking payments out from my account seven ninety nine, and I'd wondered, I did not approve of this. Okay, if if I wanted to join this premium service, um, I would have utilized it more. Surely, had I accepted it, I would have you know utilized it more, and I would have you know watched their um, you know streaming service um, and all sorts. But I didn't. For for three months, they had taken money out of my account without me knowing. And so I emailed them. This is
0: so good. Yeah.
1: I emailed them and I got so upset. But...
0: Why were you upset? It
1: just... Because they were taking money without my consent. Okay. Like, I don't know how it happened. Like, you know, it wasn't my mistake. And I don't think it was their mistake. In fact, I think it was... uh, It... It, it was a company out to get me. To, so hang on. To take so to, to
0: be clear, to be clear, yep. one of the largest companies in the world decided <laughs> that they were going to pick out one customer, and they well, were going to start. This could
1: be happening to a lot of people.
0: Okay. So so they've decided that they're going to pick out a group of a group I do and they're going to start just taking money from them. Is that that's your presumption at this point in the that story? That was yeah?
1: that was that was one incident. Another right, incident. Okay. Hang on, wait. There's, wait there's, is... There have been other incidences of other. What was the resolution groups. to that? Were they oh, they just refunded me money.
0: Okay, so it. what? So so your your narrative here is oh yeah, Auntie, you you caught us trying to steal from you. Here's your money back. That's that's your. No, but they
1: didn't phrase it that way. Nor did they. No. Nor did they say that it was a mistake on their part right it was just oh okay we apologize um here's here's your refund you've been credited blah 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 and i'm like but no this is amazing how how did this how did this happen do you know what i mean anyway and then on top of that there's been other instances where there has been scams out there online
0: of course of course many
1: many, many a time you know, like my bank will call me up, oh, we've frozen your account because it looks like suspicious activity. For example, if you shop online and this company take out a small amount of money from your account, they'll, they'll, they'll do it every so often, take out a little bit, maybe like a pound or two pounds or something. You won't notice it. And then suddenly they'll, they'll keep increasing it because they're testing to see if they can actually take money from your account.
0: How many times have has that, that been? Have I been scammed? <laughs> yeah how, how good about it
1: um i think I think I've been so that it's only happened like two or three times not much
0: so is that that the number of times you've had a phone call from your bank or the number of times that you've got like money coming out of your bank account that you that you don't know where it's going
1: yes um not but uh, so one time was the bank calling me, but the other two times was me checking
0: okay I think this yeah. this this abs this is is so good because as soon as you started telling me that story um I was instantly like, oh, cool. I know the ending to this. Somebody made a mistake. I don't know who it was. There was some error in some system uh, and like the pain It's not it just canceled. a
1: mistake right?
0: though. That's why it's so good because like as soon as you started telling it, I defaulted to a slip and you defaulted to spite. Um, <laughs> that, right, That's, it, it, it embodies exactly what we're talking about. So
1: I think I think I know what it is, Ben. It's how you've been brought up.
0: I think it's not just how you've been brought up. I think it's your experience in the world. The bank one's really good because I have those calls from the bank um, every now and again as well. Uh, And every time I get that call, it's, okay, well, thank you for calling me because I don't want anybody to steal my money, of course. But like this this is a transaction that I meant to happen. Like every single time it's happened, it's been um, something that I wanted to happen and it's been, a slight inconvenience that I've then had to like put the payment through again or like go through extra security remember my secret word while I'm like in the middle of a restaurant or something like uh to to verify <laughs> that you know um it's never been somebody actually being malicious and similarly
1: you don't know that though No You've I do because You've obviously be- not no, no, been
0: conned what, Yeah that's what I'm telling you yeah so because like you're every so time they call me at, <laughs> <laughs> No I'm saying when I get those calls from the bank they're saying hey did you authorize one, two, three point four, five to go to uh, company X, Y, Z. And I'll say, yes, I did. Thank you. Uh, can you please make that go ahead? And they're like, oh, you have to give us these security things. Every time it's been something that I meant to happen. And that doesn't mean that that scams aren't out there, but it's the same in um, in the the rest of my experience of, of life. You know, I haven't been, uh, been, uh, at the end of like uh a brutal personal attack or um do you know what i mean or if i have i've been completely oblivious to it um
1: i'm more confused about where we're going with this like this little sidetrack thing is this is this in is this on topic with what we had in mind to discuss
0: yeah authenticity <laughs> authenticity
1: okay so your word is authenticity yeah so you're checking the credibility of someone's um like are they out to get you or are they just mistaken so you've not been mugged have you you've not been been pickpocketed before correct you've not been a target Mm -hmm. have you ever been a target
0: for anything not that i'm aware of i was bullied but that's it
1: Okay, see, because I've been bullied hmm. and I've been targeted and I've been pickpocketed and I've been followed. So, of course, my experiences in the world will affect me how I see the world.
0: Of course,
1: 100%. And I think that could be why I test everything. Yeah. Like, like, for example, oh, um, that person's Instagram picture of their food looks amazing. But I'm like, Sure, it can look amazing, but you won't know what it tastes like until you've been to their place and tried their food. Or you won't know if that restaurant is any good until you've personally been there. Sure, I'm going to read their reviews and, you know, see that they've got all these five stars and there's all this hype, but I'm not going to know if it's any good until I physically go there and taste it for myself. Granted that I will also be listening to certain individuals that have similar taste buds to me. This
0: is, yeah. This is great. That's a good example, because if if people ask me about how good food is... um, Yeah, I don't listen to you. Right? Most of the time, I'll just be like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't listen to you because I feel like...
0: It's the red bean soup thing, isn't it?
1: No. Well, but also that. It doesn't take... It's not hard to... um, What's the word? Um, You don't get offended. (laughs) No, do, yes. should I is that the is that the word you don't get offended you're easy to please actually i feel like you will accept it unless it's really bad
0: right i'm a, I'm, I'm an optimist and i also yeah
1: you are by default an optimist i'm too
0: introverted to say send food back
1: whether as i'm quite a pessimist and i will i'm i'm naturally uh, been brought up from a paranoid type of place and in case we didn't make it... Well, I didn't make it clear last week was that actually I come from a place of a lot of fear. I've come from a place where, yeah, where there's a lot of fear. And even in my family background, there's a lot of fear and paranoia to the outside world. That's just how we see the world.
2: Like With this,
0: caution. I like this thread that, that is kind of linking our episodes together, you know.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you've got to follow. Yeah. Um, but but I, I, do, I do firmly believe that it is, it is you know... If, if you haven't been targeted multiple times throughout your life, then I feel like you will just take everything at face value and just think, oh, this is, that's just a mistake on that person's part. It could be a mistake, but it could also be spite.
0: So do you consider me naive?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, well
1: not like a child
0: because i have a lot of opinions i have a lot of things to tell you and advice and mansplaining mansplain- to do to you
1: Explaining, which you did a lot actually earlier in this podcast um <laughs> wait
0: wait 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 sorry what
1: <laughs> never mind what, wait um, wait no
0: no no what <laughs> what i i mansplained i
1: couldn't get i couldn't get in a word in edgewise when you talked about church history um did you want to
0: do you want to go back and add
1: things in it's fine it's fine okay. I'm not bitter. Don't take it personally.
0: I I never do.
1: (laughs) I never do either. Are you Um, kidding me? (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. Um, Slip
0: versus spite. Slip versus spite.
1: Because I know that you're out to get me, but that's fine. Right. (laughs) That's not a mistake. It's actual spite. Um, (laughs) Where were we going with this?
0: Uh, do, Do you think I'm naive?
1: do I think you're naive occasionally but I think that that comes down to experience though so we might be more 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 wise in certain areas so you're more wise with money than I am but yet I feel like I'm more street smart than you
0: (laughs) I mean there's something to be said for the fact that I haven't been mugged though like like it's, I'm not walking around thinking, oh yeah, it's because I, uh, I I know I know my way around. I know what to do. Like, of course, it's not just that. But you know, like I am conscious of that kind of stuff. Uh, so I don't think it's just chance or um, upbringing or whatever that, that I haven't I haven't been pickpocketed or mugged. Hmm. Maybe I've been
2: attempted uh, pickpocketed. Um... I think twice. It's usual around
1: Christmas time. Yeah, but I'm always very sensitive and cautious to those that are within my close proximity, inner circle space. Probably more so now with um, social distancing. But I always come from a place of caution. I'm, I'm, I'm the type to, to be cautious. Better, you know, better to be safe than sorry. And, and I just, I'm just careful.
0: So this is interesting because I think I'm quite careful and cautious. As well.
1: I don't think you are. You
0: don't think I am?
1: Not
0: always. I'm, I'm the kind of reckless guy that will just go climbing on roofs or...
2: Uh, <laughs> or you know, Excuse me?
0: Right? I, I, I'm very um, conscientious of that. Like with my kids, I'm constantly thinking, oh no, they can't be doing that because they're going to hurt themselves.
1: Because you're parents, parent, I feel yes. like I,
0: I... But I feel like um, other parents are less uh, conscious of that kind of thing. Um, you know?
2: You can't compare that. Well
0: I I said I feel. I feel.
2: I think it's um
1: it's just how you have you know how you've been in the world. Your encounters is telling.
0: Oh no, yeah, I agree. But I think I'm still very careful um in my in my actions in general. Uh, it's just that I'm very trusting of what people tell me. Okay. It doesn't mean that right? So I think they're different different things.
1: But do then question things then?
0: Yeah, I question things. I question you all the time.
2: No, that's because you do that just to me. But do you question everything? I, I think I question everything. Yeah, ask, ask my sister. Do you, do you question what someone is preaching on the stage?
0: Less, less so, actually. Well, it depends if I know them or not. Um, or if I know their reputation, um, I'm more So you're going to base
1: it on someone's reputation, on what you've heard through the grapevine? Is that what what it is?
0: Possibly. In the same way that, like, I don't know very much about Alison McGrath. I've only read this one book, and I haven't read the whole book, but I will put my trust in him because he sounds like the kind of guy that I should believe, right? That's that's genuinely the level of my... um, trust that I put in these people and I would put it to you that you put that same not very in-depth amount of trust in those in similar
2: kinds of sources yeah I would I would make sure that um I check where they're coming from as well
0: right so where I would the only times that I would um that I would be more critical is where they say something that I disagree with. If they say something that I agree with, I'm like, cool, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. Confirmation
2: bias.
0: It, w- it really is confirmation bias. <laughs> um, and so coming back to, maybe coming back to the Bible, do we, put, do we put too much emphasis in, well, I want the Bible to be true and I want those 66 Bibles to be the only ones because I want to have the correct version? do we put in do we put that trust in okay well everybody else has been doing it that way so i don't need to go and do my own own research practically is that what happens i think
1: there is a i think there's a danger if you do too much of
2: your own research whoa but then there's also a danger if you just believe whatever you know This one person says, oh, Francis Chan says this. Oh, Francis Chan says that. Not checking
1: to see if his quote is from the Bible or not.
0: Yeah, their reputation goes before them, right? Yeah. People like Francis Chan or C.S. Lewis or people. Yeah. Um, we we we'd like to point to them as, oh, well, I need something to, to back me up. So I'm going to go to someone with a better reputation than me. And I'm going to find mm. what they've said, right, which is why I'm giving you what McGrath tells us about uh, the Apocrypha rather than what Ben tells you about the Apocrypha mm.
1: but i think I think you you need to fact check what they say, and you also need to do your own research, but also be careful not to just just listen to that research by yourself. You also need to you know make sure that um you have the accountability um, because there is a danger of skewing um, the, you know, the scripture passages. So what was that term? Eisegesis and exegesis. What's Mm. eisegesis and exegesis, Ben?
0: Wow, we're really hammering the theology school. This is uh, such,
1: this is such an intense theological discussion thing that would normally happen in Bible school. Did
0: you spot that, uh, that one of our lecturers um, has, has, is yeah, aware I of know, this podcast, just, yeah. So this is this he is, is for fully you, aware of this podcast. Uh, Dan. Um, <laughs> Dan, we
1: yeah.
0: love you, Dan. <laughs> um, so Isegesis is um, reading something into um, into the text. In fact, you know what? I've been learning Greek recently, uh, and I just <laughs> <laughs> this is so so extra. Uh, the 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 pro uh, the preposition ice uh, actually means uh-huh. into, um, oh. as in eis, the same spelling as Isegesis. So you're so,
1: twisting scripture into.
0: Yeah, I want the Bible to tell me um, that Whatever I can do I want X. It to say. So I'm going to find a passage and I'm going to interpret it in that way. Whereas the correct way to do it is exegesis, which is bringing the meaning out of the text and applying it to your own context.
1: Need to find an example of this concrete example. Give us a concrete I, example.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah, actually, some feedback that I forgot to uh, that I forgot to read. Uh, just give me a second to load up WhatsApp um so we were talking about snake handling uh uh-huh. last week uh, and i was trying to find the verse while i was talking um mm-hmm. but i couldn't do it um but thanks to matt who sent uh sent this um tongue in cheek uh, question is snake handling not biblical and then he gives me this quote from mark 16 uh, they will pick <laughs> up serpents with their hands and if they drink any deadly poison it will not hurt them they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover so um This is the verse that um, that those faith healers that we talked about uh, in episode one would use um, to bring snakes into uh, their their churches uh, and poisonous snakes uh, and hold them. Uh, And if you do a tiny bit of research, you'll see that often they get bitten by these snakes uh, and they get poisoned uh, and sick. So um, clearly that's not what this passage is talking about. Uh, But if you want to do some eschesis, you can read that into the passage. Uh, I think probably other examples of eisegesis might be a little bit um, controversial for us to discuss, you know, uh, because often when one person is accused of eisegesis, uh, that's because there's an agenda behind it. That's because there's a particular denomination or doctrine uh, that you either want to argue for or against. So I don't want to give any more examples right now (laughs) unless you have a pressing one.
1: No, I can't think of any aside from um, the prosperity gospel, which is, you know, you need to have faith and, you know, God will heal you. God will bless you. God will help you succeed. Um, If you are truly, you know, a believer of Christ, you will have all these blessings. Um, And where does suffering come about then? Where does, you know, what am I going to say to my Christian brother who has cancer?
0: Yeah, you have that to. Read. God doesn't love him. You have to read the whole thing in context. You do.
1: Um, you do. You can't. You can't skew scripture and take things out of context just to fit your own agenda. Mm. And there's a danger there.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think I think in a wider scale, there's a, there's a danger of us uh, not questioning enough um, the the.
2: Things that we say that we believe in. What have we learnt, Ben? What have we learnt? I was just about to ask you that.
1: I have learnt that actually... um, Well, actually, I've not learnt, but I've been reminded that you should question everything. There is no harm in questioning everything. And I think even... Yes, there is. There is a harm in questioning everything. Why?
0: So it depends what we're talking about if we're talking about like information then yes we should always question uh, our sources um
1: yeah and we should always question everything that's on twitter
0: yeah we probably should do. no actually the answer to we don't need to question everything that's on twitter because the answer is just narcissism and uh and bias that's that's the answer <laughs> yeah it's like, there, there's very little uh truth seeking on twitter anyway um no, but I think in our, com- in our interactions with people, questioning everything is exhausting and it's... Um, it
1: can be, yes. And
0: it's, it's distrustworthy. Is that a word? Mistrusting. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. So, okay, question everything to a degree. <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: it's, um, it's like, uh, it's, it's like um, having read receipts, read receipts, whatever, however you pronounce that, turned on on your phone or turned off. Like, I don't care about if it's turned on or not because I'm not really interested... Like, I'm not, it doesn't bother me if someone's read my message and hasn't replied. But for some people, you can go down this rabbit hole of, oh, that person read my message like three hours ago and they've not replied. That must mean that uh, that they hate me or this is happening or that's happening, right? <laughs> and if you do that with every interaction, you know, like, oh, that this person said said hi to me last in, in this social interaction. Are they, are they like snubbing me? Um, oh, that person, that person didn't, didn't want to, um, didn't want to come around okay. for, for a minute yes you know, yes, like if, yes if you if you try and read the motives into people all the time instead of just going oh you know they probably were busy or they 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 probably forgot it. it was probably a genuine mistake they're probably not deliberately blanking me um of course of course you can uh it's more nuanced than that right like but you can't do that all the time in every interaction with a person because that
1: is true that is true yeah. yes so But I think that when there is something that sounds questionable, like dodgy theology, like, for example, what we talked about in um, Maccabees, like praying for the dead or praying to saints or even, you know, having um, the bread and wine. Um, has the power because, you know, you're eating a portion of Jesus and Jesus is now in you, which is um, not what we believe in, this term called transubstantiation. Um, And so I think it's important to question these things. But I also know that God gives, um, yeah, God gives us wisdom. And if you really want God to help you to discern something, you need to ask for God, God to help you to discern it. It is a gift, the gift of discernment and a gift of wisdom. Mm. And if I, if I know that someone in my life has those gifts,
2: I would, I would trust them.
0: That's, that's important to, to find those people. Yeah. It's, I think for me, it's uh, it, I'm challenged to ask. For me, I'm definitely too trusting in everything, I think. I'm too interesting with people uh, in that I will never assume that somebody is has ulterior motives. Uh, whatever they tell me uh, is is what I will assume to be true. And if if are you quite
1: gullible, then
0: no, I don't think I'm gullible. Um, but I am definitely more likely to believe that someone made a mistake than they are um, than, they, than they've got some other purpose um, that are out to to get me Um, I don't think that means that I'm gullible because I'm still aware of the the fact that mistakes can happen so I'm still aware of the fact that you're not always going to get your desired outcome but for me it's almost a um, like a social uh, it's important for me socially to trust that people are gonna do the right thing most of the time
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I think it's important to believe that
0: yeah and so but I'm... there
1: are times where they will slip up and I know that there are times that they they may not slip up and they might just be selfish
0: Of course, of course that happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, I'm just saying like my default is to um, is towards like making mistakes, so much so that when when there is some other thing going on it's it doesn't really cross my mind um this would happen all the time with like the way that uh my i'd hear my colleagues when i was uh, teaching sometimes uh, some of my colleagues would talk about other teachers behind their backs uh, and it would just like they would say things and i would not i'd be like oh is that true of that person like i i just wasn't i'm not particularly um critical of the way that people act um and take things at face value. But I do the same with um, with theology and doctrine to an extent, in that I, I don't just blindly accept what anybody says. Uh, if someone comes out and says, God wants you to be a millionaire, then of course I'm not gonna believe that. Uh, but there are places that I will go where I can say, you know what, this person has a pretty good uh, understanding of the Bible. What does this person say mm. about certain things? Mm. Um, but I don't think that my opinions are particularly well formed and they're just based on um, the, the information of others or maybe I enjoy their writing style or, you know, or they're popular, that kind of thing. So I don't think I'm particularly critical of the sources that I um, that I use to help develop my theology.
1: Mm, and I've also learned that. It, that not everyone is apt to get you. Not everyone is out to um, yes bite you there are sometimes there are sometimes slip ups.
0: cool. So uh, we just wanted to, to ask this question um, at the end of each episode um, for like what do you guys think? We, we want to know where you agree or disagree with uh, me or Ancy. We're not trying to work out who won the discussion because that's not how discussions work (laughs) as we discussed in episode one. Uh, But we do want to know what people think.
1: And also what you learned.
0: Yeah, and also what you learned. And also uh, continue to send in um, the red bean versus dessert debate uh, because we want to hear more nuanced opinions on that too, please.
1: (laughs) Oh boy. Yes, so please rate and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. From and yeah, hope to hear from you guys
0: soon. Send your feedback to abside at the BCEC.org.uk or messages on WhatsApp or social media, uh, and we will try to include as much as possible uh, in an upcoming show.
1: Woo! All right, see you later, guys.